What's up, Rebels? How you doing? Hope you're having a great week. We are. It's Friday. <laughs> yes. Or it's not, whenever you're listening to it, but we release these on Friday. So, if you're like, oh, I want to hear it first, then you can wake up super early on Fridays, or you can be like, dude, it's a podcast. I'll do it when I want. And then to you, I say, fine. And thanks for listening, too. Absolutely. Love it. Love that you're listening. We've got a good broadcast for you today. It's a fun one. We've got Brian Dimbausik on the broadcast today. That's right, Dimbausik. It's spelled D-M-B. O-W-C-Z-Y-K. Do you have any idea what that's like for a broadcaster to get a book written and then you're like, what's this person's last name? Oh, it's spelled D-E-M-B-O-W. That's fine. C-Z-Y-K. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Into it. <laughs> right. I had to ask him ahead of time. That's why I pronounce it correctly. He's written a book called Cornerstones. Normally, we don't do book review programs. Uh, this one is more of a review. It's mm-hmm. it's such a good book. It's so good. It teaches your kids about the Bible while teaching you about the Bible. And this is what I told him. This is what I'll tell you. Here's why I did this broadcast. Buy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And every other Bible you can get your hands on that appeals to your children. Right. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't know what's going to appeal to them. Ha, me either. Get them all. Yeah. (laughs) I have, my kids are, their bookshelves are over packed with Bibles because Mm -hmm. I just, I don't care. Whichever one catches their attention, that's the good one. Yay. Yes. I don't care. Action Bible, Story Mm -hmm. Bible, uh, Adventure Bible, Hunter's Bible, Cornerstone's Bible, Picture Bible. Yeah. Got them all. (laughs) Yep. Totally. So. That's why we've got him on. You're going to love it. He is a he's a good interview too. Yeah. He's got a Bible study curriculum. We talk about it in the broadcast. It's it's used by over a million people a week. Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. That's why he's got a good book. This That's book right. is it's so good. It's all the questions your kids ask that you're like, "Uh, uh. what?" <laughs> Aren't you in Sunday school? <laughs> right? Right? That's good ones. It's going to be so much fun. You're going to love this. Before we get to that, if you could help us out, the summer months are getting quite lean for the nonprofits out there. You can donate online, all things tax deductible at rebelparenting.org. Click the donate tag. Also, say a prayer for our move. We are in the middle of framing and drywalling and insulation and uh, moving and power washing and if you want to go online uh, at Rebel Parenting on Instagram, at Rebel Parenting uh, Twitter, we're posting photos and pictures because it is. I have a shipping container. Um, Why not? I broke. I broke a chain, like a real, not a necklace chain, but I've been using a floor jack and a chain and a hook to level a twenty foot shipping container. You're hardcore. <laughs> By the way, they weigh uh, five thousand two hundred eighty five pounds. I looked it up yesterday. Well, yeah. So you get a floor jack, a 30, like a 3,500 pound floor jack mm-hmm. and a chain and a hook and you can lift them up and you can level them. And I've been doing that and the chain broke and it dropped. Oh, that's how people get hurt. Like right. if you're not being, if you're not being careful. Was your foot under there? Oh no. Oh, it would have gone. Like <laughs> literally. I, and I have insane i'm not bragging but they did a test on me in college i have crazy reflexes Mm -hmm. super super crazy victor marks was teasing me because we do shooting stuff together Mm -hmm. and he always laughs because i've got i've got nuts reflexes (laughs) when that thing dropped it was 
instant realization. There are there are no reflexes that fast. <laughs> None. Right. Oh, I have a broken link of that big metal chain Whoa. from just it just got tired and went. Ugh! That's it. Broke. <laughs> Whoo. Good time. So all those photos are online. You can see it. Got little videos, things like that. So pray for the move. Hey, if you can help us out, we appreciate it. Without any further ado, here is Brian Dembowski talking about Cornerstones, the parent guide, 200 questions and answers to teach truth right here on Rebel Parenting. So all the people watching and you're saying, how do you pronounce this? We have Brian Dembozik. Did I get that right? You nailed it. Yes. Brian Dembozik on, author of Cornerstones and Cornerstones Parent Guide. We're going to talk about that in a moment. And... You're the managing editor of The Gospel Project. This is a Bible study curriculum used by over a million people every week. That's true. Yep. Explain that one. I'm into it. I want to know how. How are a million people? Because that, that's a big deal. Like, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It, it, you were actually up to, um, I think, pushing about 1.2 million. Ooh. And because we are starting our third cycle this fall, so we start in Genesis and start again, it's a, a lot of people jump in. We are anticipating maybe up to 1.6 million people will be using it every week. Oh, that's so wow. awesome. So that's awesome. In the U.S., uh, we have some international, though, which mm-hmm. is really cool. That area is growing. Uh, yeah. Most of those are kids, though. Of that 1.6, if we hit that, I think about 1.1, 1.2 will be kids. Kids using. meaning which? Preschool and kids through grade school. Yep. Wow. Really? And how are they – is this via email, online? How are they accessing this? I mean, preschool through you know elementary, 1.1, that's, that's a lot of kids. Yeah, so it's primarily used in churches. Mm, okay. Um, oh, although okay. we have a new version of it that is designed for in in homes for parents to use as they disciple their kids, and or for homeschooling as a homeschooling curriculum. Yeah. But the bulk of it right now is used in churches, so the church, of course, would order it either a, mm-hmm. a printed mm-hmm. version or digital version and use it in the church context. And then there are there are features that we've integrated for helping parents disciple. That's nice. Perfect. Absolutely. So Brian. How did you decide to write Cornerstones, this one? Because this is just an amazing, it's 200 questions yep. and answers to learn the truth about the Bible. And first, parents, just so you know, the artwork, is. the colors, I'm smacking, I'm hitting my mic with a book all over the place. It good makes you want to pick it up. Yep. Like yep. when my kids saw this, they're like, ooh, it's got bright colors. It's got good artwork. It's new. It doesn't look dated. Um and it's bold. It's bold writing, especially when your kids start reading early mm-hmm. and they just get curious. But you can just open this anytime. How did you say, you know what, I'm going to do 200 of these. And then you've got a whole parent guide to really tease out more what the whole story is. What came about? Well, you know, first of all, I just want to echo what you just said. The artwork is stunning. Mm-hmm. And, and I can say that unashamedly because I didn't do it, of course. <laughs> the artist totally. who did it. Um, she deserves high praise. She has just taken that and just made it a beautiful book. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm grateful that you guys noticed that and, and, and people have been noticing it. Um, you know, how did, how did this start? It actually started as a, um, it was born out of, of discipleship in my home. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my wife and I decided that we wanted to use some kind of approach like this. And you of course are probably familiar with the term catechism. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We chose not to use that term in the book because it has negative connotations in some areas and <laughs> some people don't actually actually know what it means. And so we just kind of avoided it. 
but really, Isn't that's... It, I, I understand it 100%. I wholeheartedly understand that. Isn't it sad? It is it sad is. that I don't know what this word means, but I think it means something bad. So I'm going to protest it. I'm not going to, you know, I think it's I like heard somewhere one time. Yes. That it was, yes. yes. So therefore, no, I'm going to reject that. Oh. So anyway, my yes. wife and I, we uh, when I was in seminary learning about the early catechisms that the, mm. the church used, mm -hmm. I just thought it was a brilliant method of of instructing not only kids, but adults yeah. in, mm -hmm. in, in theology, in God's word. And so I started looking for a, a, a catechism I could use with my kids. And the problem was I found a lot of, of meaty ones and good ones that either did not have language that a kid could really embrace. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or they were too narrow in terms of a theo theological bent. Huh, right. Mm. Or they didn't address all the issues I thought a kid would need to rub shoulders with mm -hmm. uh, as he or she is growing. Brian, can I interrupt for a second? By catechism, do you mean the process where they tell you these are smart questions you should be asking? Yes. And by the way, here's the answers to these smart questions because it gets kids yes. thinking in a smart way. Maybe they haven't thought like, where do I go when I die? Do I have a purpose in life? Is yeah. there a God that loves mm -hmm. me? But there's, you know, we opened up. I remember when texting first started, I was at a big event with Josh McDowell and we were letting kids text questions okay. in. And I'll never forget, this is always what I use when I talk about things like catechism or things like this. A kid asked, um, when Armageddon happens, will it be with modern weapons or will it be with lightsabers? And or legit wanted to know. And I was like, ooh, um, okay. <laughs> Let's we, now we need to filter which questions come through. You yes. know, it's one of those early things. And so to tell a kid, this is a really smart question. Here's why. And here's the answer. So I love how you've expanded that into the yes. evangelical world. So it's not so narrow or pointing specifically at one theology or another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we tried to do we tried to make it broad enough, biblically based, of course, uh, you can go too broad. Uh, so yeah. we wanted it to be broad enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, where we are not pigeonholing ourselves in one theological camp, mm -hmm. but at the same time being true to God's word and helping those kids understand what God's word, not theological systems, teach us about who he is, who Christ is, and what their purpose of living is for the glory mm -hmm. of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we really, and, and as you just said, Ryan, I, I just think that the, the beauty of this is it takes advantage of how kids are naturally wired. They're naturally inquisitive. Mm. And unfortunately, our culture, we teach them to lose that or hide that as they grow. Yeah. yeah. And so we want to take advantage of that. A kid has a question and any question deserves our attention to respond to it. And so this is just kind of a primer. And this is the big thing here, I think, about this resource. That is not meant to be exhaustive. And 200, you say, mm. and it sounds exhaustive to me. It sounds exhaustive. <laughs> But what it's meant to do is really be a way that you can be a, provide a skeleton, a framework mm. where talking with your kids, talking with, notice that phrase, not talking to them, not lecturing, talking with them about the ways of God, the mm. beauty of God that we can sit in awe of who he is and ponder him in his way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I hope my prayer is that this is a resource that prompts further discussions in the home, that those kids ask questions like you're just saying. It's what we see in my home with my kids. Yeah. That we'll start here using that as a resource, but we're quickly off into lands where they want to explore 
because they had that natural curiosity about who God is and his ways. Mm -hmm. Definitely. How would you talk to a mom who would like to start that atmosphere in her home? What would you suggest to her? Yeah, I think uh, my, my belief is that most parents understand that they should be discipling their kids in the home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think there are many out there who are sitting in church pews yesterday on Sunday and they heard a pastor say, parents, you're the disciple. And they said, Oh, I've never heard that. Yes. I don't think, I don't think many push back against it. Right. I, I don't think many say, no, 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 I reject that. I think the breakdown comes into most parents just feel ill-equipped to actually do it. And overwhelmed. Mm. And, yeah. and overwhelmed. It's just, you look at the Bible and you're like, okay, how many people have read the entire Bible all the way through? There's a lot. It's just not most. And it's not yeah. most young parents. Uh, it's not most young marrieds with young yep. kids. All those types of things. Brian, I want to stop for a moment and talk to all okay. the rebels out there. Because there's a bunch watching. There's a bunch listening. There's a bunch going to watch later. This is one of those resources where I just want to go, listen, I don't do this with almost anybody we have on the program. Go buy this book. It, honestly, it's it's one of those things where you're like, I don't know what to do. I feel overwhelmed. There's so much to cover. What am I going to say? What if they ask this? Where yeah. do I start? Where do where I do start? I uh, here's where you start. It's super easy. There's 200 of these questions. You start and at dinner. Exactly. Just go through one. Do one yep. at dinner. And listen, don't bite off more than you can chew. I'm going to do one a day. We're going to do seven days a week, 365 days a year That's before the husband. year's over. That's what I would have done, you know, maybe four-ish years. Just try it. Four years Do ago. one. It won't go well early on. Do it exactly. again. Then mm -hmm. do it again. And then do it again. It's, just do it 200 times. Once you do this 200 times you will have leveled up so far. You're going to have no idea. Your kids are going to have conversations with you. You will talk about things. You're like, I had no idea because you just took the time. Take a year, take two, who cares? Seriously, it's one of those resources for your toolbox that you cannot ignore. This will get you started with your kids. Okay. Now, I really appreciate what you just shared there. <laughs> and I would echo and say, you know, here's the thing. We, a lot of us as Americans, especially, we're wired toward being task driven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we say, all right, I've got to get right, two hundred. I got to get those. As you're just saying, perfectly, I've got to get those done. I'm going to do, you know, every day. And, yeah. yeah. And that's where it breaks down because we get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, our kid asks us that first question we don't know how to answer, and we get, you know, stop. Or we try to over program and copy what we experience on a Sunday morning. Or we say, wait we, till Daddy gets home. Ask Daddy. <laughs> He'll know. <laughs> my, my contention is as parents, we have to understand this. The beauty of the journey. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the, having that one conversation at dinner where you're chewing on one question and maybe you thought you were going to get through three or four and you just get one because you have a wonderful conversation about that one or that springboard where your kid asks a question and you're able to talk about that and think through it. And that is what we're after. That's what our kids will remember. They will remember the times where mom and dad loved them enough, mm -hmm. cared enough about them, wrestled with, with these things together, not necessarily the list of, of doctrinal truths we have taught. Yeah. yeah. And if we enjoy okay. it in the process, those doctrinal truths will get in there. Don't, don't mishear me. They're of vital. Course. They'll get anchored, but they'll be anchored in that beautiful process that our kids will look back and remember all those wonderful times. Mm. You know, I, 
my coaching is to get back to, to answering that question just a little bit cleaner. Here's where that single mom starts. Hmm. As you said, you start at, at dinner. You find one night a week where you have the highest probability of guarding that scheduled night. Yes. And you, you say, this, this is going to be the night, whether, you know, I'm going to say Thursday nights. Maybe yeah. that's the night that works best. It's the least least competition with other things. <laughs> yeah. And be ready to change that. You know, as your kid starts gymnastics and Thursday night practice, then then shift it, pivot. But so Thursday nights is, is let's say that's the easiest. Mm. And I'm either going to, I'm going to add a few minutes at the end of dinner, maybe have a special dessert every Thursday night. Maybe mm. ice oh. dessert. Make it distinct. I'm, yeah, I want it to be enjoyable as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to have ice cream for dessert every Thursday night. And while we're eating ice cream for the 10 minutes it takes, we're, we're going to talk about a few of these questions, maybe mm-hmm. read a few verses and pray. And that's it. That's the win. That's what I'm after. Yep. Now, okay. if you're musically inclined as a family, add some singing in there, of course. Mm-hmm. If you're not, don't, don't worry. But, or just but, play a song. Yeah, play a song. <laughs> yeah. Come up with a realistic win. And stockpile those wins to get mm-hmm. in that habit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes I, I be crazy. Maybe, maybe you really want to make this enjoyable and memorable for your kids. So instead of having ice cream after dinner, you'll do ice cream for dinner on devotion night. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think if, about twenty minutes in, that sugar kicks in. Devos are out the window on that one for us. But uh, maybe. Totally. You know, Brian, I want to go back to something mm. you said. I hear people say this, but I want to dive into it. I want to. Um, talk about why it's important for the rebel parents out there. And you talked about wrestling with your kids, wrestling with these questions yeah. with your kids. Yeah. This is a really important thing to tell your children when they ask you a question that you don't know the answer to. Here's how you tell answer them. I don't know. Exactly. You have to tell your kids, I don't know. Because they don't either. And when they're adults, when they're your age, when they have kids their age, they will look back on this and go, oh, that's right. I don't have to have all of the answers. My parents said to me, I don't know either. Let's find out. Mm -hmm. Tell them you don't know. Tell them you're a failure. Tell them when you fail. (laughs) Don't set them up. To to think they can have a perfect life, that they can know everything. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't have any idea. Let's find out. There is only one all-knowing father, and I am not he. Amen. Amen. Mm. And therefore, I think what you just said is so beautifully profound and important that we as parents understand. Um, you know, and it's the same thing. And you you hit on this as well. We and I fail at this as a father way too much. I fail at, at confessing sin to my kids. Mm-hmm. I, I fail at telling them I messed up. Totally. And they and I fail them in doing that. They're not. They need to see me as a broken man desperately need of the gospel every day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that gets on their radar that it's that's what life looks like in reality. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I'm just saying. I, you no, know, we don't know everything. Only God does. Mm-hmm. And discipleship growth is this process of coming to know him more and more. And the more we understand him, the more we understand we don't know him mm-hmm. because he is infinite yeah. in all of his attributes. Well, what I love you are talking about just teaching them to ask the questions. Um, I had my friend, we used to work in youth ministry, and we would tell these high schoolers, we'd let them know the big secret that your parents are actually just like, bigger versions of you. 
<laughs> then we let the secret out and then be like, oh, no. Yeah, that's right. We don't have all the answers. We don't know what we're doing either. We're just trusting in him just like they are. Yep. And I'll tell you this. I, I, let me get this in real quick while we're kind of on this topic. You know, just, just for anybody listening to understand this, I, I wrote the stinking book. And there are times that my wife and I, our family devotion times are just an absolute disaster. For sure. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. See, everybody breathe. The wheels just fall off the wagon. Don't they sometimes? Yes. I mean, we just end up talking about bodily functions more than we do God. Yep. Yeah. Totally. And, or Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. And, and so my wife and I, we, we thankfully, God gives us the ability to take turns in who can kind of step back and, and remember, hey, wait a minute, this is okay. Because one of us will get stressed. Mm-hmm. And the other one is saying, hey, no, let's just laugh about this. Yeah. 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 And let's circle the wagons again. We'll try again next week mm-hmm. or tomorrow. Well, and again, I'm going to circle back to something you said in the beginning. When this is such a funny thing to say, when because we're rebels, when we try too hard, you know, when you see your pastor on Sunday and all the things that he does, I can remember my dad doing devotions and he had led a Bible study of 200 couples regularly for years and he would do that with our devotions. He would plan it out and have notes and scripture and illustrations and something he saw that week and we were young and it was Saturday and we were all sugared up and syruped up and it was like come on it's Saturday let's just go and make it easy just make it easy on yourself because the win is hey we talked about the Bible for like 10 minutes with our kids like for real 10 whole minutes we talked about the bible mm-hmm. that's a good win that and is. then next week 10 more and then more when you build on that it's so amazing this is the thing for parents too yes we're doing this to pass on our faith to our children and you don't know this stuff either neither do i neither does the atomic mom neither does producer k brian does he wrote it but he wrote it well we don't know this stuff you're gonna grow you're gonna learn your faith will expand just like your kids will and i like what you said earlier too um we can't expect the church to disciple our children Mm. that's my job that's what i was given to do i (laughs) that's my responsibility and privilege and privilege mm-hmm. and honor. Yes, yeah. all those. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Brian, that's the whole thing that we believe. The biggest want for our kids' hearts is for it to burn for Jesus. We're just mm-hmm. desperate to spend eternity with our whole family, with yeah. our entire family. And you look at these little kids, you just think, I can't imagine not spending eternity with you. I can't imagine you not knowing the Lord. I can't even fathom it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and my heartbeat, you know, in doing this, and I, and I really, you know, this is the earnest prayer of, of my heart, and I'm grateful to see God giving me glimpses that he's going to answer this prayer, but it is this. I, I want my three kids to far exceed anything I've done for God's glory in my life. Hmm. You know, I, yeah. you can look and say, Brian, man, you, you, you were a pastor for 17 years in local churches. Now you serve at Lifeway, mm-hmm. you know, helping produce this, this gospel project material over a million people using it. You, you, you've been able to do all these great things. And I, I look in at, I, with all sincerity and humility, I say, I want mm. my kids to do so much bigger and greater things for God's glory. I, I, I want that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's worth the, uh, the discomfort at times mm. of talking about some things we have to talk about yeah. to who God is and what he does. That's why it's worth there are nights I'm tired and I'd mm. rather just veg than engage with my kids about God. Mm. It's 
fighting through. There are times that, you know, it, it is to keep that in front of my mind and heart of the win that I'm after and keep chipping away at it, knowing that yeah. win will be achieved in one devotion as great as it is. Yeah. And just get up and go again. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep going, keep going. And, and again, as we just talked about, let, let them learn from my failures, letting them learn when, when, totally. you know, when yeah. I snap at them because they're not paying attention to family devotion and I totally reveal yeah. sin. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, be patient. Yeah. Be patient. I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. being patient. Listen to God. We're talking yeah. about God. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We're all cracking there. up because I've never done that. Me neither. <laughs> totally. Mm. Brian, thank you. Thanks for creating this resource. Thanks yeah. for helping parents. Thanks for doing something that makes it so easy for us to have that conversation we all so desperately desire to have with our kids. We all want that. We're all looking, how do we do it? We just feel so unprepared and so inadequate. And then you just drop this resource in our lap. We go, oh, man, I feel smart. And, and I don't. But it's such a great resource. We yeah. just appreciate it so, so much appreciate you having me on and, and being able to talk about it a little bit. And and, and that's my prayer. It, it is that this will be a resource that, that greatly fosters discipleship in the home. Mm-hmm. It will for sure. For sure. Thank you so much. Anytime you've got something new coming out, definitely call us here at Rebel. We'd love to have you back on. Sounds good. Appreciate awesome. it. Thanks, Brian. Rebels. Wasn't that fun? I liked him. It was good. I like it. I like this book. You know what I like about it too? The art is good. It's not cheesy art. I can't yeah. stand, uh, especially, I don't like cheesy art. I don't like bad kids art in general. Right. If you attach faith to it, you should be slapped. Uh, like right? just straight up, don't ever put anything <laughs> out again like that. Don't do it. Well, we couldn't afford a good sure. artist. Then you shouldn't do it. That's okay. Right. Totally. Wait till you can. Mm-hmm. This has got great art. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm holding it in my hands right now. It's such, ooh, look at that mosaic on the back. I know. Mm. It's so cool. Yeah. It makes your kids want to pick it up. That's the whole thing. And then it makes them ask questions and it gives you the answers. You get to be the source of information for your children and you can point them to the Bible. That's why this one we say, go out and get this book and anything else that might get your kids into the Bible. Yeah? Yes. Awesome. Mm. Once again, it's summer. It is lean not just for bikini weather, but it's lean <laughs> in the nonprofit world. So if you could donate to Rebel Parenting, we would appreciate it. All donations are tax deductible and can be done at rebelparenting.org. Click on the donate tab. And also, if you want to see our move out of our office into our newly built garage home studio, check it out online at Rebel Parenting, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You'll find it. Yes. All right. Okay. Rebels, thanks for listening. We love you all. Again, if you need anything, if you are in trouble and you need help, if you're at a crisis and you think we can help you, if it deals with marriage and parenting or your faith, hit me up. Help at rebelparenting.org. Help at rebelparenting.org. Love y'all. God bless. Peace. Peace.